0: Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast?
1: Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. But for this episode, we are going to cover a new release, um, the movie Us, 2019. That's right now. Yes, uh, directed by Jordan Peele. This is his um, second directorial film, feature fi- feature film. The first one being um, Get Out, which was, of course, a like huge hit. Um, and Us stars uh, Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke, along with Elizabeth Moss, and there are many other actors, mostly young actors, who kind of kicked butt.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: So this is the non-spoiler section and uh, and also you may notice peter's not here but there's another voice here who is this allegra Allegra's here with me today <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know i was waiting for you to say something yeah
1: i'm sorry about that i'm i'm kind of like I, you know what it is i wanted to get the initial like nostalgic intro correctly i don't want let, to let peter down yeah you know what i mean so but allegra's here joining me because you know we decided you know what peter take the day off buddy It's your birthday. Take your day off. It's your
0: birthday. Happy birthday, Peter. Happy
1: birthday, Peter. Um, And, you know, so earlier today, I got a personal message from Mark Zuckerberg. And he said, hey, it's Peter's birthday. Why don't you wish him a happy birthday? And I was like, (laughs) I think I'll do that by doing this podcast and not having him on. Just... Go ahead and, and hold on to Penny and feed her and hold on to that little baby, mm-hmm, that I'm precious here. little cherub.
0: <laughs> um. So yes, I am here. I am one half of TV8, my brain, and uh, I guess I would be considered the special guest for Podstalgic. You are a special guest, yes, because of the fact that you're the other half of Podstalgic. <laughs> uh, I like to say I'm
1: one third. Peter's two thirds. <laughs> that sounds fair. That sounds that's, about right. That's a, bear or look at things you know <laughs> so we're gonna cover us and that's again uh jordan peele so i i would like to say again non non-spoilery here yes what is your kind of overall thought Of the film. Well, first of all,
0: not only did he direct it, Mr. Peel, but he wrote and produced it as
1: well. So he was doing all the things. I think that's what he did with Get Out, isn't it? I believe so. He did the whole shebang. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, I'm going to say whatever is going on in Mr. Peel's head is amazing. (laughs) Because this movie was amazing. Um, I love I won't say I love but I definitely appreciate a good horror suspense especially when it leans more on suspense Um, and this you know fit the bill 100% I loved every moment of it and um, I would recommend if you've got the stomach for it and you are mildly intrigued with what's going on in Jordan Peele's head you should go check it out.
1: I'm gonna second that. It was a very, it's a great film, actually. Um, again, more suspense than horror, I would say. It's still horror. That we're not gonna, we're not gonna say it's not because it is. It is. Um, but it definitely has a lot more suspense, and and maybe because we were kind of watching it with a lively crowd, kind of made it made it more fun on my end. anyway. Because I really, definitely. I was getting ready to be scared, and I'll be honest with you, we watched the matinee not only to save a few bucks but also cuz i didn't want to get out of the movie theater and be pitch black outside you know what i'm saying Right. that's all i'm saying i want to be dark and be like oh man now i got to go to my house and go through the garage and the backyard you know it gets creepy back here when there's when the moon, you know when, it, when the moon is not full i'm just saying and midwest
0: darkness is way dark for some reason i don't know it just seems like it gets really dark when it's dark in the midwest
1: <laughs> yeah which is barely in spring so you know it still kind of gets dark slightly early still so you know i'm i'm just saying all those were factors. Yes. But it was a lively group uh, and it was fun. It was a fun watch. Actually, it was a fun movie to see in the movie theater. So I would say that if you're not, even if you scare easily um, or you don't watch horror in general, this is like a lot more suspense. There are going to be some some parts where maybe you will kind of jump a little bit here and there. But I don't think it's made, it's not one of those films that's made to give you jump scares. You know what I mean? Right. They happen to be there because it is suspense. So right. there's that absolutely um so and i and i will say that the if you're going to go see it as a film go see it for Lu- Lupita's um performance she knocked it out the park like i she's amazing amazing
0: she's amazing she definitely deserves to be um the focus she definitely did a fantastic job and I, I just man winston duke for some reason winston duke reminded me of what i see jordan peele as when i would watch um key and peel oh, okay <laughs> his character just seemed very yeah. jordan peele to me okay. so um yeah he was great he they, was the kind of the comic relief
1: yeah i would say that they they really had good chemistry they bounced off each other really well they i bought that they were like a married couple with two kids you know Having a vacation or whatever. That's kind of as much as I'm going to give you guys here. Yes. <laughs> yes They're going on a vacation and then some uh, shenanigans ensue after a certain incident, which we're going to get into after the we spoilery, get past the, past the, the spoilery yeah, section. Yeah, when we get right? into
0: the spoilery, spoilery <laughs> section, we will spoil it.
1: Is, is there anything you want to say um, other than what we just said as far as like the performances and, uh, you know, something, of course, is not going to give away too much.
0: Um, no, there's not much I can say other than, um, I, again, what the hell is going on in Jordan Peele's brain? He Something's is up. amazing. Um, uh, it was a story that was, it's a story that's familiar, but told from a fresher perspective. And I really love that because, um, you get, um, You, the way that he kind of presented it, you got little things that would, that seemed like they didn't matter to the story, but then later you find out that they did. So I love that he gave us little bits of information that you're like, what? Why are you giving us that? And then find out that it was something that was relevant to the actual story and again not only did um lupita ninongo uh do a great job or and winston duke did a great job elizabeth moss was fantastic um i don't know the gentleman that played her husband but they were funny and i also tim
1: heidecker which tim heidecker i think i've seen him in other things but this is the first time I, that he really was that you paid attention to yeah him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were doing a great job as being that kind of um, that kind of affected couple, you know, <laughs> like that. You're just like really and they they clearly uh, have issues <laughs> with right. each other, right? Um, so I love that. Um, I I just really love the movie. It was aside from it being really suspenseful, which again I love suspense. I it was there were points that were very much kind of um a horror movie trope type thing, but that it didn't annoy me.
1: So it was good. cool. Yeah, no, it was um I would say that with, you know, Winston Duke, I think was really good in it too. and all the all the kids that were um that were play their children were all they were they were great. I was great. Just about to and mention that too. There is a another act actress in here. Who played a younger version of Lupita's character, and she was phenomenal too. So it was very interesting. Like the ch- you know the children, you have to you have to I think in something like this where you have uh, the the children in in these roles play a major role ma- major part. Mm-hmm. So they got to be on point. You know what I mean? Right. You know so, and they all were. I believable, and it was very. It's pretty, pretty sweet. So
0: the thing that I'm finding too, as of the last few years, is that uh, we are getting further and further away from that that idea of um, kid actors not being good. You know, kid actors being annoying. Every kid actor I've seen in the past, like ev- whether it's television or movie, in the past maybe like five or six years, have been really great. Like okay. really good actors, so um, I'm Do really we... loving that that we're getting some really phenomenal uh, kid actors, and these kids uh, were definitely fit fit the bill. You know, they were definitely. We're
1: we gonna call it the Dakota effect.
0: Yeah, the the <laughs> uh, the Fanning effect. <laughs> <Right>.
1: Yeah, because her <laughs> sister can
0: act really well too, <laughs> right? Or the Calkins yeah. of the world, you know?
1: <laughs> I like to say Dakota because I, I want to say that even though McCalkin was pretty decent. The Dakota Fanning, as a little girl acting, was freaking above anybody else that mm-hmm. I've seen as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, multiple times. Not just one film, but she was in many films as a kid, you know, before she started growing, where, like, she kicked ass as an actress. Yeah, so, no, you're right. I, I like to give it up to Cause her.
0: Because she state. was more in dramatic stuff, whereas yeah. Macaulay Culkin was more in kind of, like... Um, maybe not necessarily comedy, but not, yeah, comedy. not it's high comedy drama. It's like comedy. The fannings were in. I
1: mean, he was in Home Alone and he was in Uncle Buck and all that. And mm-hmm. Uncle Buck he was even younger and he was he played he played fine, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But he's still a kid. So it was you can still kinda tell it was a kid actor, you right. know, which is kinda like I won't make it a der- derogatory or anything, but it was just, you know, he still had to learn something. You yeah know what I mean and think about mm-hmm. it. As in a child actor hasn't been in the world long enough. <laughs> They still have to like freaking learn the art of acting. Right. You know, as an ad- adults, maybe have been doing this since they were younger and maybe get a role as they're an adult. They still have had maybe chances are they would have more time to learn the craft.
0: Exactly. And calling, learning how to call on certain emotions and experiences yep. mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, use yep. those things as tools to exactly. convey a particular emotion. So that's why it makes children actors a little I bit more difficult I because yeah. they had they might not have had as many experiences to call upon, yep. you know. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. But they've been I've been really pleased with children. Children our, um these last few things that I've seen with children in them. I've been really pleased.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, so we're gonna play the trailer, and after the trailer, we're gonna get real spoileries. Yes, all right. So, um, after the trailer, you've been warned.
0: That's
1: a classic, right there. What
0: does I Got Five on it mean? it's about
1: drugs it's not about drugs it's a dope song don't do drugs get in rhythm there you go
0: there you go <laughs> can't believe how big they've got <laughs> you
1: hear gabe got a boat
0: he's kidding right he's not kidding hey i think it's vodka clock oh yeah where's jason Jason? Jason! Where were you? I didn't know if you were lost. Stick with me, and I'll keep you safe.
1: I got the... <laughs> There's a family in our driveway.
0: It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family?
1: Hi, uh, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. What are you people? It's us. They look
0: exactly like us. They think like us. They know where we are.
1: We need to move and keep moving.
0: They won't stop until they kill us. And we kill them. Ah!
1: I'm glad I didn't see that extended clip. Right. <laughs> I saw the original um, uh, trailer, but not that one. And that one gave away a lot. A lot of things. Yeah. I mean, if you're, ever, if you're already in this part of the story of our podcast, you've seen it already. So if you see the full trailer, you already know. The deal. Right. Right. So it's right. not like you're like going in there not seen the movie yet see the trailer and like you see a bunch of shit that's already kind of in there Mm -hmm. but i mean it's still you know it's still disjointed where you're not really sure
0: what's going on on. if you haven't
1: seen the movie yeah exactly but that was wow
0: right right um so i love that winston duke (laughs) was um he you know you kind of want you kind of go into this thing where it we're so inundated with um kind of that masculinity and what masculinity means in our society and a lot of these movies have like the man being like the savior and he comes in and i love how they did this thing of kind of uh, like subverting it a little bit where you know he was standing his own he was trying to protect his family but he wasn't the only one you know like um Lupita Nyongo's um character was definitely doing her part and and she was the main focus, right? Because she was the little girl who saw herself in the Hall of Mirrors as a child, you know? So, um, you know, the story was pretty much told through her and but Winston Duke kind of coming out of the house and being like, "We can get crazy," <laughs> you know. I just thought that yeah. was hilarious.
1: He was funny throughout. He was all in full dad joke mode mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. The kids were like eye rolling the whole.
0: <laughs> yes, it <laughs> whole was so there. funny. Um, there's a th- there's a thing about this movie that I really love, which was that we kind of had this emotion towards um I, I think her name was Adelaide uh, Lupita Nyongos yeah. character Adelaide mm-hmm. um we had this emotion because she was traumatized as this little girl whatever happened in the hall of mirrors traumatized the hell out of her right and so we get this kind of like little tidbits of information that we don't know what to do with until it shows up, you know what I mean? And I loved that we got that because you kind of throw it away until it comes up. And I and I felt like Jordan Peele was really trying to give us a s- suspense that wasn't um, reliant on like a jump scare yeah, all the time. No, you there's, know, um,
1: there's I think, you know, I think the story was really well made and put together. And I think there's a lot of clues in it, too. Um, but let me ask you something. I want to know, I'm surprised, but I wonder, are you surprised that they started off fairly early with the, with the others and kind of kept them basically after that we were in? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, I know they gave, they, he gave, they gave us like the background story on Adelaide and when she was a little girl and what happened to her at the beach boardwalk. Um, but then from that point, you know, we get to the other family like fairly fast yeah you know and then after that we're we're in mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and i and i didn't re- i because of i just knew there was another family i kind of had an idea I was like oh what the fuck does that mean right we don't right. know where this is going right but in my mind i'm like oh i wonder if it's just a, a thriller like if it's the other family is trying to kill them they kill the other you know they kill them in the end or whatever how do you explain that to you just murdered like your double gangers basically right um and and how does that play out as opposed to oh no they're taking the whole country or whatever right. or they're like attacking people throughout the country or whatnot or, right or at least in the whole area there you know so I didn't know that we gonna go oh no we're taking we're we're talking countrywide we're country yeah. not just talking like they're attacking their own family there's a whole like set of others that are like the shadows or the t- tethered as they call them in the in the film
0: right right um I I appreciated. Um, And yeah, I don't I wasn't really thinking about the timing. I thought the timing was just right. Not to say that you're saying it was wrong, just to say that I wasn't really surprised with it. I was kind of just rolling with it. And I think that it served the purpose of giving, giving us like a false sense of security in a way of who we're rooting for, essentially. And I liked the idea of them being introduced at the time that they were and us kind of going through most of the movie with them dealing with the the tethered shadows, you know, and I just loved the idea that we had to kind of um, look at how this family was going to react to this and and. So we needed that time to establish that kind of psyche, the, the psyche of the family, you know, and kind of get to know the family when they're thrusted into this kind of dire situation, you know, because it's one thing to kind of introduce the antagonist and then, you know, they do the typical thing of they beat the, they beat the antagonist and blah, blah, blah. But it's another thing to kind of have them Deal with the psychology of this, this introduction and the psychology of this, your doppelganger. And they would do these, this thing of having each one kind of spend more time alone with their doppelganger as opposed to having them all as a family dealing with the, their, the whole doppelganger family. So there was a certain amount of like when the son was sitting in the closet with his doppelganger, he had to understand or at least try to as much as a child would understand this where his doppelganger was coming from or what kind of mentality that his doppelganger had you know so it was very interesting the way that they well the way that he uh, jordan peele presented this this story and how we exact like i said earlier had to kind of sit in it and process the you know what what this means for not just the family but the rest of the world the only question I had um, kind of leaving it was what's a like we see them doing hands across America and then the helicopters right mm-hmm. so what does yeah. this mean I you know?
1: know Jordan peele's weird <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: like what was the significance of on? hands across America you know
1: that's all tied to to um, Adelaide. Ad- Adelaide I'm sorry Adelaide I- I'm terrible with names, everybody. Yes. Anyway, Ad- that's all has to do with Adelaide. But how? Well, at the be at the very beginning, she's a little girl. Mm-hmm. The thing that was happening was Hands Across America. Mm-hmm. So two that things, was the major. Two things memory. were happening that were tie-ins: Eleven at Eleven, and Hands Across America. Right. The Eleven Eleven thing was a thing mm-hmm. that kept popping up. Mm-hmm. Right. She saw it in the boardwalk. Um, she saw the news Eleven News at Eleven, mm-hmm. and the Hands Across America was a thing. Mm-hmm. So. Now, of course, we know the twist at the end where it's really red that took over Adelaide's um, life, basically. Right. And chained Adelaide to the bed. And kept her down there. So we know that the Hands Across America is a thing. She had a Hands Across America t-shirt on. Right. And she also had like the 11 at 11 thing. That's Mm -hmm. already something that she saw on the kind of guy that was holding the sign right outside the beach. Right. And um, the news at 11 thing. Right. So those two things were happening were kind of tie-ins throughout, you know. So that's my guess because if it's her idea, as she was explaining later that it was her idea to as a da- she since she danced she changed things around and made made basically gave them a plan to take over. Mhm. You know, but we didn't I, you know, they're not realizing that that was her plan basically to go come back up cuz she was dragged down there to begin with. Right. And it's funny that I wonder if she, she seemed like she used the same handcuffs, long handcuffs on on Adelaide. Yeah, you know. Yeah, imposter Adelaide. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. Um, okay. So I get. I guess I'm just trying to understand the significance of hands across America. But I guess it's just uh, it's, it's and a coincidence, of, coincidence. It's not a coinc- in terms of like that was in her psyche at the moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's a little girl, and she's the one that got thrown. She's the one that planned this whole. Situation, my understanding from her explaining, she's the one that was a catalyst for them taking over. Mm -hmm. right so she's the one technically in charge of this whole takeover
0: red red not adelaide okay yes red
1: but red is really adelaide right but we'll call her red because she's technically red throughout the whole movie Mm -hmm. it was her idea all along and if she's adelaide really Mm -hmm. and that's what was again in her psyche and what she thought about that's what they were going to do so i mean it doesn't make sense because but the but but if the plan started out with a little girl who, whose idea of the world is this and then she gets thrown into the freaking tunnels basically to then become an adult after that how much does she really know correct because you know she's I mean? been
0: underground and so there's no there's a little bit of arrested development okay so that makes sense so that's kind of the big thing that was happening for her as a child and so for her to be kind of you know uh trapped um, underground, essentially, then that there's a certain amount of her psyche that stopped at that age, at, at something that was supposed to be a pivotal moment, you know, in American history. I remember. Do you remember those hands across America? Yeah, I remember ads? that. Yeah, I remember that. I remember Man, that being a thing. Yeah, I remember. And that I wanted too. to do it. I wanted to do it too. That's so funny. <laughs> um i don't even remember if it actually
1: happened it did but it was broken up because you can't <sighs> yeah you can't there's do. certain areas of the country you're not yeah. going to go through i mean we drove through the fucking rockies right i mean where are you gonna where are you gonna do this right, right. there's right. crazy right. mountain ranges and deserts and whatnot so
0: i love how they had some people in the water so i wonder if there were people like underwater holding
1: hands. oh you mean of them <laughs> yeah well they die so they can't they'll drown i would think
0: sure and yeah. they only
1: went to the west coast, so it was just that lagoon. That right. part of Santa Cruz that has that little like lagoon thing or whatever. Right. And they had to be to extend it to the end of the beach, basically.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they later panned out to all the hands the mountains. across yeah, the, to the America, mountains. like all the people in the mountains yeah. and that kind of stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. So I would
1: like to think they're not necessarily like holding hands across Lake Tahoe and then they have to be in the lake and they're like, Well, those guys are dead, because 'cause they're freaking <laughs> well, Make sure they're holding hands. <laughs> I mean, we don't know because their
0: mentalities they, all kind of fucked get up killed too. Though. Yeah, that's my no. thing. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me in terms of like, um, my most impressed thing aside from Lupita Nyong'o, um, my most impressed part of it is just the overall idea of, you know. The family having to deal with the psychology of this and that son man at the end just looking at mm-hmm. his mom quote unquote and just being like
1: the fuck you know. <laughs> so we're talking about this a little afterwards. Like I, I had a, I didn't know, but I had an inkling. But it was more like, oh man, what if she's the other version? Because you know we're only seeing the house of mirrors. And we're seeing like how 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 red turns around and they're looking at each other mm-hmm. and Adelaide's like basically about the scream. That's all we see. Right. You know what I mean? And then we have her basically traumatized, which makes sense. She's traumatized. She's not talking. Right. You know, and her parents are concerned and all that. Um. So but to me, I'm like, man, what if. And it, again, it's not like I said, I called it. I was just thinking, fuck, what if she's the other version? Yep. And then I kind of put that in the back of my mind and watched the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And. When when Adelaide killed Red and the way she did it by strangling her and had this guttural scream, I, the first reaction I had was, Holy fuck, she's like she she's like turning into one of them just be, by by action, basically by having to fucking kill all these people. Right. And then I was like, Oh wait, she's actually the other version and that, that's when I thought like before they chose their the reveal that it was Dude, the reveal. actually oh, yeah. Red. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, that's not, I mean, I don't know if you felt kind of similar to that. Again, I didn't have a concrete thing saying that's her from the beginning. I was just like thinking, it will be crazy. I was more like, it will be crazy if she's really the other version.
0: Yeah, I had almost the exact same processing of, of that because there was some point, I don't really know when, it could have been in the beginning when we don't see what happens to Adelaide. But um, there was a point where I was like, "Huh, that'd be interesting if it if she was actually the underground, you know, red or whatever." And then I just kept it moving. Um, part of the distraction was our audience was really amazing.
1: <laughs> the audience was a blast. it was predominantly
0: yeah. um black audience or people of color. I saw I saw some other like races in there, but um, it was predominantly uh, black audience and, um,
1: we were having a good time we were
0: having a great time like because people are respectful like you weren't there weren't a bunch of people like hollering in inappropriate points or or talking at the screen in inappropriate points but it's definitely it's a different experience when you're in an audience that's livelier like it makes the movie much more fun because especially in these like suspense and horror movies you're gonna jump or you're gonna gasp or you're gonna go you know
1: what i mean and like are you gonna yell at the screen why are you moving so slow yeah <laughs> yo and this makes a um this is cool because we were watching a, a, the scene where um adelaide steps out the car to go after um the other version of her daughter which is uh umbrae or zora but it's mm-hmm. really Umbre, right mm-hmm. she's in the trees right and she finds her in the trees and her body all contorted into it she's yep. dying right yep um so this to me even Because we find out later on that it's really red. Right. Right. That she, as she goes in there and how she's kind of looking at Mm Umbre was a very interesting, because I'm thinking, oh man, she's thinking that's just like a a mirror version of her daughter and all these other things. But yes, that's true. But this could have been her daughter, daughter for real, because she's technically from that world. You know what I mean? So her walking back slowly, and I'm like, what the, what did do that at? Right. We're... My understanding is We gotta get the fuck up out of here. Run the fuck back into Yes. The car. Yeah. Right? Yes. That's my thing. But she was walking back and I'm like, now it all makes fucking sense. Because yeah. she knows who they are. Mm-hmm. She's from there. Mm-hmm. Which is why her going down to the tunnel with her uh with the poker
0: the poker iron. The the famous uh
1: <laughs> horror movie poker iron. And that's like right, and that's like <laughs> The ultimate weapon, I guess. Right?
0: Yeah, like I don't, e- I haven't seen a poker iron since I was a little girl. But for whatever reason, poker irons are still a
1: thing. Oh, we had, we had them as adults. We had a fireplace.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't even know if we had a poker yeah, we iron. Did we? Yes, we, we did. Yes. Okay, I don't we remember that. We had the whole that. set. I don't remember that. Wow. Mm. Um.
1: So yeah, for whatever reason, poker irons are I'm glad, the thing I'm in glad you movies. You didn't know because I don't want you having that weapon around. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. So it also makes sense to me as she was telling, as she was um, yelling at, at Pluto not to walk backwards into the fire. Right. Because she had the whole, like, don't do it kind of thing. Where, yeah. Where you're thinking, these, the, the other family was trying to kill you all. Why is she telling this Why are little, you so attached? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so there's mm-hmm. a certain attachment to that because that was really would have been her life other than her taking over Adelaide's life to begin right. with.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So that was a very, kind of looking backwards, like, oh, shoot, knowing that what you know now, like, there's a lot of- clues a lot of little things left behind that were that were there the whole time mm-hmm. of course you know you're not going to know you get a reveal or really truly know what the what happens towards the end of the story right but it's all there
0: and it was so clever because like you were saying there were little clues that you didn't think were clues until it happened right like the moment where um where uh adelaide slash red um mm-hmm you know winston duke was going through this whole thing of telling her like kind of the whole time until things kind of broke off he was definitely kind of bullying her into stuff you know what i mean where he was like come on let's go to the beach and i just bought this boat without asking you and blah 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 you know and so there was a point when um when shit went down and she was like i'm tired telling me what to do i'm we're not listening to you any longer kind of thing To uh, right and i was like damn okay that that means something but at the time i was just thinking yeah he's been bullying her this whole time and she's in this moment of you know distress and emergency And he's trying to bully her into doing something she's not ready to do. And she's fucking tired of it, you know. So I was just like, okay, yeah, you know, because you've been acting a fool, Winston. Stop. And then now looking at it, I'm just like, oh. She needed
1: to be in control because Mm -hmm. she was the one that technically caused this by by her actions. Mm -hmm. Also, the, the scene at the beach with her son is like when she freaked out and she didn't see him, he went to the bathroom or whatnot. Then... That makes sense because she knows there is another world down there. Right. She's already taking somebody from the above world right. away. Right. She's afraid of them taking her, her. Yep. not just her, but her kids away from there because they are there are people from another world. Right. So that's very interesting how it makes it makes sense in a different way because it made sense in the beginning. She was right. traumatized at that fucking beach. Right. And I don't know, like I guess she wasn't forthcoming with with her husband because he didn't know how traumatic that shit was. Right. Or, you know, who was playing out to be. Mm -hmm. Because if I were him, if I knew that, I'd be like, we ain't going nowhere near the fucking beach boardwalk. We can go somewhere else. We'll find another summer home.
0: She just locked that totally away until the moment that they got there. Because maybe she never thought that that she never thought that that they would come face to face with that again so maybe she just like i said just buried it deep down inside until Mm -hmm. the moment she was like you know what he needs to know you know just
1: when it was necessary Mm -hmm. yeah um i'm not saying that the timing was off i was just i think my surprise overall is that we started off with the family as soon as we did Mm -hmm. because i thought you know in this kind of these kind of films maybe you you know when you have an antagonist of this level that you go halfway through the movie and then you you show you know they show up right physically and then you deal with them and get rid of them right. But it made sense in the timing of it because if you introduce them that early, then you have the rest of the world to to open up, which at the moment we didn't know until we got to their friend's house and all that shit went down there right. with their doubles going and right. killing all the whole fucking family. Yep. And so I'm like, oh, this is bigger than than that. Do you know right. what I mean? I'll be honest. Were you afraid? I was afraid. Were you afraid that um. Umbre killing that neighbor guy was going to come back to zora and then i'm like that's what i'm saying i'm all like if it was just if it was just the family of four of them were the only ones that were the doubles that were doing this crazy shit right and Umbre kills that neighbor guy who like when she was that you know uh, on top of the dude's car or whatever on, man the cops are going to think Sora did this shit. Now this little girl's going to go to jail for some bullshit. Totally. I told when they <laughs> before we That's if the small was if the world was small. Was you know, okay,
0: yeah. yeah, when they were just chilling in the house after the um uh Elizabeth Moss and her husband and the daughters got killed and you know we see um adelaide and what's her husband's name i can't remember now was it uh, gabe. gabe okay when adelaide and gabe were just chilling in the house with the kids i was like the police are coming they gonna be like y'all just violently murdered these this white family like what the <laughs> hell i was like get the hell out of the <laughs>
1: house the thing is that again we didn't know until we started watching the news story that this is way bigger than we thought right. Um, right shout out to uh Shahadi, right? Joseph, who played Sora. Yes. And Evan Alex, who plays Jason.
0: Yes.
1: You know, so they again, they had to do a dual role. They all had to play a double. Mm-hmm. And as well as Lupita did with her um, alternate version, these kids like really kicked butt, you know, and um, particularly when they didn't really have a lot of dialogue. I don't remember them having any dialogue, to be honest. Nobody no. did because they couldn't speak. That's Correct.
0: right. Because um, cause, um, Gabe's uh, doppelganger, Abraham, he, speak. All he, did was grunt. he grunted, yeah. very guttural grunts. And yeah. so did Elizabeth Moss's yep. husband. So, they were communicating to each other, which I thought was very yeah. interesting, too.
1: So their others can't speak. And the only one that could speak. And that was the fucking clue. How did how did right. Red know how to speak? speak. See, here again, That's all the clues point. were there. But if we're... Again, we're going in there as a ride. Yeah, to soak it all in. Yep, you know. But the clues were there the whole time. They totally were. Anyway, but yep. yeah, but that was that was pretty sweet, like overall. So I, man, you've already seen it if you're watching this. I already recommended it. It's yes. a Fucking, it's, I, I, I'm gonna wa- have to watch this again. I kind of want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know,
0: like it because it's um it's so like i said what the hell is going on in jordan peel's mind like <laughs> we get a lo- we got a little glimpse of it when he and um and keegan michael michael um key were doing key and peel but man jordan peel he's got i i'm really excited to see what comes out of the mind of him you know cuz we've already gotten to like back to back um horror suspense that you're like that could happen, but at yep. the same time, what?
1: <laughs> yep, exactly. I was, this was dope. Yeah. This is really good. And I mean, I'm I'm hearing really good things about it. I mean, it, it's making a lot. It's making good money. That's good. It, it's getting a good, it, you know, it's getting a really good opening. I think number two of second film as far as like highest grossing for the opening or whatever, like for this year, right. you know, right. um, which is great. And I think Captain Marvel might be number one. So that's, that's dope. I love yeah. it. Um, yeah. But I'm hearing the things I've, I've heard, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to read too much into it before watching the movie because I didn't want to hear anything and there was no spoilers. And also, you know, I also didn't want to hear anybody else's opinion because I want to kind of give it for out fresh on. From, for yeah. my own. And then we, I can read everything and listen to everybody else. But uh, I, um, the one thing saying, like, oh, it was really good, but it's no Get Out. And I'm like, and I didn't want that, for instance, I, I put out Get Out in my yeah, mind. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, diff- it's a whole it's different, different, different movie. Movies. And to me, it's like, why are we doing this? This is not Get Out 2. This is a whole different thing, and to me, you gotta you gotta separate the two and think about of them two separate films. Mm-hmm. And so then you go, okay, fine. Get Out was brilliant. This was brilliant too, by the way. Absolutely. When you look at when you look back into all the clues that were given and the way that it, the connections that were there, all that stuff, it makes it makes it for an excellent thriller. And so this is why I think down the line I want to watch it again, and kind of like take my time, kind of to process processing it, it mm-hmm. right so i would say that that's an unfair thing to try and and i think we do this anyway i think we do like especially if it's a particular director we kind of like weigh maybe one movie to another but Mm -hmm. it's not fair at times unless you're talking about sequels if you're talking Mm -hmm. about a sequel then yeah you will you know um kind of compare the two or three sure i mean you compare the sequels with each other or with the first one because then you have to say well what's which one's better in your mind, or eyes, or, or in your eyes, or whatever. Right. But this is a whole ass different movie. Right. We're not, you know, so I, I don't, you know, and I, even when I'm reading this before, like watching the film, I'm like, this is unfair. It's not fair to put it in those terms. Either the movie's good or not so good, or just okay or great. Right. You know, any, you know, in the spectrum of how you like the film. Right. And I thought this movie was great. You know, right. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. I, I, enj- the writing was, Fucking great. I mean, mm-hmm. so uh, again, Jordan Peele, what the fuck is he doing? What's going on with this guy? How much free time do you have? <laughs> right. How do you come up with this shit? Right. And how long has it, have you had it in your mind? You know what I mean? Like Maybe you've had this for a long time in your head. And he's going to be doing fucking Twilight Zone. Are you kidding me?
0: I'm really excited, like I said earlier, about what's going to come out of the mind of Jordan Peele. Here's the thing. N- had Did anyone compare Pet Cemetery to The Stand? Did anyone compare Misery uh, to that's to, you know what i mean well like, i mean
1: if you're that's a little different to me only because they're 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 different directors and different movies as opposed to the same writer for the book so they adapt the book to their own script or whatever so i'm not sure if that would be i don't know i i'm nobody did but at the same time are we t- jordan Peele doesn't write books sure i mean if you can say stephen king compare one book to another that's a different story you know and and they shouldn't because they're all different books um but if you're going to go with different direct a director doing different films i mean i, I don't know what it's not I, I i don't know if it's the same comparison but at the same time i don't think you should compare it unless it's a sequel
0: so what i'm trying to get at is um if you are looking at i'm looking at purely what comes out of the mind of whoever created the story right what kind of mind this person has so barring directing Uh, I'm thinking of the creator of this story Mm -hmm. right so you can't pigeonhole a person into one thing get out was one part of of what came out of jordan peele's mind us is another part of what comes out of jordan peele's mind whatever he comes up with next whatever comes up out of twilight zone is another part we are multidimensional. our mind is a vast ocean of many thoughts and fears and hopes so like <laughs> to just be like well, it's no Get Out. I mean, of course it's no Get Out because Get Out is a totally different aspect of what came out of Jordan Peele's mind. You this know? is like,
1: he never said it was. Right. This is, you know, the only thing was it's going to be a horror movie. That's right. all we knew. And we didn't have anything, any clues until we saw the, the billboard, the billboard, the, um, the poster for it. And we're like, what the fuck? A shears? What's up with the glove? You know, everybody was like talking about what the hell oh, does this mean? What's
0: happening? Yes.
1: Um, and, and I would say that if you're, as far as originality in a story, I don't think I've seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we have had other like the idea of a double dimension, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, maybe, you know. But as far as like the way this was played out, I haven't seen anything like this. So Absolutely. like I never seen anything like it Out, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Like That is, and that was a short, part horror suspension, suspense, I mean, but definitely a commentary, like a social commentary right. on things, you know what I mean?
0: Um, they I felt like uh, there was a little bit of social commentary in this movie, too, because, you know, Red went into a diatribe about how the people above had no appreciation for the things that they um, take advantage of, you know, like the sky and all this kind of stuff. And she kind of just cut, went into this. This thing and that would be the social commentary if there's going to be any you know and there was a certain part of me that uh empathized with red when she went off on that kind of you know monologue about lack of appreciation and lack of respect and that kind of thing so that it wasn't a bunch of messages you know happening in the movie but they definitely touched on what might have motivated red to even do all of this stuff i mean you know? I, I
1: understand that it, that is definitely social commentary mm-hmm. but it, the movie was not social commentary yes the whole no movie. i
0: yeah. i agree with that okay, i'm yeah, just okay. saying that's a piece There's something, yeah it's a piece of the whole story yes right yes that there was some social commentary it wasn't like like i just said it wasn't like a message the whole movie but there was some sort of social commentary that was happening you know mm-hmm. especially in that moment you know um. So, yes, I am really looking forward to what comes out of Jordan Peele's head.
1: <laughs> that means we have to get CBS All Access.
0: That's a discussion for off Okay,
1: Okay, Allegra and I are going to discuss that off-mic. <laughs> all right, so with that said, Allegra, do you have any other thoughts? No,
0: uh, other than this was a great, great film. Like, I really enjoyed the comedy i enjoyed the audience that participated in the movie Mm -hmm. i enjoyed the story um as you said and i had said earlier um it was a story that seemed familiar but then again was very different you Mm -hmm. know yep so i really appreciated that i love when um when i am surprised because i'm yeah. old and we've seen a lot we've of movies lot. and television so it's hard to surprise us or shock us
1: any, anymore yeah, also i mean also we do podcasting so we cover a lot of tv and 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 you know be, uh, also movies here and there and mm-hmm. whatnot so there's this kind of an- always analyzing what you're watching and maybe sometimes a little bit harsh at times <laughs> certain like writing or directing or whatnot. So. It's interesting to see something that is different. Yes, you know, and well, well made. You know, because it could be different and be garbage. You know, you never know, right? Nope, that's definitely Um, true. Shout out to um, the movie theater matinee time because I actually did have five something on it for the movie. (laughs) It cost me five something, (laughs) so I did have five on it.
0: What about the kids that were like, "Um, "What is?" what did they say they were like what is uh well the boy said it was five
1: on it right and but, the but girl also said the... um she said something what is uh something it was something, anyway. it was something it was something like really yeah
0: anyway it was like a very pop culture but i guess for
1: you know them kids they don't know 20 and older <laughs> shoot 30 and older maybe all right so with that said we'll uh Talk to you guys next time. Yeah, but before we do that... But before we do that, we're going to say some things. Go ahead, Allegra.
0: Yeah, like, for instance, where we can be found. Um, I can be found on Twitter at color underscore history of. Also in the Core Temp Arts podcast group in Facebook. Um, and uh, Mariano and I host together TV8 My Brain as well as History of Color. So check us out. We're, um, our schedule for TV8 My Brain is starting to ramp up. We are starting with um, American Gods on a weekly basis. Uh the season two has started, so we're covering that and we'll be covering more things as they come. Um, and then of course History of Color, which is our monthly podcast, so check that out too.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh you can also on Facebook uh check out Postalgic and Friends. You know, mm-hmm. that's a group for this particular podcast. Or, you know, post what we're working on next or what, you know what's coming up. Um, you know, again, run by Peter whose birthday it is. Happy birthday again, buddy. Yay um,
0: birthday. And
1: you can catch me on Twitter at Papele Ponte, that's at P-A-P-A-E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E. Woohoo. All right, with that said, is there anything else, Allegra? Because nope, I feel like you're taking over my job. You know what? Maybe you should be. Nope. The takeover. Nope. Like the Allegra takeover? No? No. Nope. Right. Okay. Well, with that said, bye. Bye. I'm taking up good.
0: Thank you for listening to an original Cortemp Arts Network production. To listen to more Cortemp Arts shows, visit cortemparts.com.